Welcome to the Great American Collectibles Show, heard Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on PSA.com and the PSA Facebook page. The Great American Collectibles Show is brought to you by PSA, the National Sports Collectors Convention, and Sports Collectors Daily. Tonight's headlines are brought to you by Sports Collectors Daily. For all of your hobby news, features, and more, visit sportscollectorsdaily.com. And now, your hosts, Tom Zappala and Rico Petroselli. Rico, Rico, Rico. Well, it's been a long time since I've been on. Uh, we were on the week before last, please. Was I? Malori's was the guy. Not. Malori was the guy that hasn't been on for a month. You're kidding. No. Jeez. He, last week, he forgot oh, my name. Right, I apologize. <clears throat> What's going on? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Nothing's going on. That's my, good. Nothing's going on, my future Savannah banana. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait for that. That's going to be awesome. Who's this guy? All right. We have a great show today. Uh, we're going to bring in, uh, in two seconds, uh, Mike Russick from Gray Flannel Auctions. Yeah. Rico is very familiar with Gray Flannel because the last time he wore a uniform, he was playing for the House of David. <laughs> Don't uh, laugh. They, they were. They, they played 300 good. games a year. We've got Al Crisofoli from Love of the Game Auctions. Going to be on after Mike. At the end of the show, we're going to bring in Leighton Sheldon from Vintage Breaks. But we invited a special guest in today. This young man, his name is Elias Carrigan. Red Sox fan, right? Yep. Big time. Yep. You like the Celts? Yep. Bruins? Mm, I don't really watch hockey that yeah, much. Yeah, I'm not a big hockey guy. I am. How about the Revolution? No, not, don't you don't play soccer? soccer? No. You like the pass, though? Yeah. Yeah, everybody likes the pass. Well, Elias is a collector, but not only a collector. Elias has his own little business, and he appears uh, at a lot of the local card shows here in the greater Boston area. Right. The reason we asked him to come in is because Rico and I have been touting, especially Petroselli, he's what? been touting Joe young kids. kids getting into the hobby. And this is a perfect example now, we asked him to bring in some cards, and um, he brought in a bunch of cards, of which probably 90% of them are modern and ultra-modern. Yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about the importance of diversifying a collection, and we'll give some reasons why. All right, but first, we're going to bring in Mike Russick from, uh, I'm, I'm losing it, Great Flannel Auctions, Michael Hawaii. He's I'm awesome. good, guys. I'm good. Thank hey. you for having me. Oh, Mike. love to have Great you. To Thank have you. You, uh, yeah, you know, Mike. Mike, you have uh, – is this the biggest auction you've ever had that's ending this coming weekend? Because, I mean, some of the stuff is, like, absolutely incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Volume-wise, uh, it might be one of our largest. Yeah, we have over 1,400 lots ending this Sunday on the wow. platform. Uh, uh, but, some, some really incredible game news jerseys. Wayne Gretzky, right? I, I mean, listen, he's got he's got Gretzky's yeah. final game sweater. Wow! I mean, are you kidding? No, me? that is great. That's a great. Uh, I got I got a his I got a hockey stick with it. He signed to Rico. No, no, no. It was with the team. Oh, really? Seriously. So, Mike, uh, that Gretzky sweater. I mean, uh, what's it? Can I ask you what it's at right now? Yeah, sure. The current bidding is at two hundred and twenty thousand. Yeah. We end in less than a week on Sunday. Um, obviously, it's going to go up from here. It's Gretzky's last jersey that he ever wore in his final game. Wow. Now, this, so I, I noticed you have a lot of Gretzky material. Is this, did this come from the Gretzky family or private consignment? So, yeah, so we put together three different Gretzky collections uh, and built it as the first 25 lots in the sale, headlined by Gretzky's last jersey. Um, I want to clarify that Gretzky wore four jerseys his last game. Yeah. One in pregame warm-ups. He wore one in first period, second period, and third period. He kept the third period one for himself, and it's currently in the Hockey Hall of Fame. And this is the one that he wore in the second period, which makes it even more significant because it was his final point scored in the NHL. That is very you cool. You know, Gretzky, to me, in hockey, is the Michael Jordan of hockey. Absolutely. There's you no know, doubt. When you talk uh, hockey, uh, you know, uh, Records and all that. Gretzky's name comes up. We have who we love, Bobby Orr, in the area too. And you know, it's, a lot of people think Bobby's at the top, but I, I'm a Gretzky guy. Well, no, I mean Gretzky's—he's still around. You know, I think he's done a couple of ads on TV. Too, oh yeah, so, which helps. 
but it's still, he is, and he's a terrific guy. I yeah. met him. I yeah. was very fortunate. Yeah. Uh, we had chatting. Actually taught him everything he knew. Yeah, I'm but sure, that, right? Uh, you're, you're a regular uh, hockey player. Uh, we're chatting with Mike Russick from Gray Flannel. But, Mike, there's one thing that really sticks out in your auction. I have a very, very, very special place in my heart for Pete Maravich. You know, Pete Maravich, when I was in college, that was right in my wheelhouse. And I absolutely, unequivocally think there is no greater college basketball player that ever played the game than, than, than Pete Maravich. He's <clears throat> a guy that averaged, think about this, Rico, you know? 44 points a game he averaged his senior year. <laughs> How can you average 44 a game? He was a great shooter. I don't know what his percentage was, but I, every time you looked up, he made it. Mike? He averaged 44 points without the three-point line. That's <laughs> Great Very point. Good point. About that. Very good point. <laughs> but not only that, but yeah. not only that, I mean, if you look at the greatest passers in the history of the game, NBA included, he's gonna be in the top five. For just oh, great, right. great, great ball handler, great passers. What do you have of him? He's, yeah, so he's, I mean obviously Maravich was electric, you know, everyone from that era truly does regard him as the greatest college basketball player that there ever was. Now, you have his Player of the Year trophy, the Naismith Player of the Year trophy, correct? So we were fortunate enough to hook up with the Maravich family um, and do business with them for many years. The family has decided to let go some of their last treasures, including his AP Trophy of the Year, uh, which was the Naismith Memorial Player of the Year in college. We've got his top 50 lithograph. Um, a basketball that was used behind me in one of the games to score 58 points against Alabama. Some really significant stuff. Really cool, really yeah. cool yeah, stuff. Rick, nice. Rick, he's, no, got a, he's, I, he's got a special friend of yours, uh, Glove. Did you see that? No. The second last, did I give you that bullet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Willie Mays? Yeah. Of course. The, the game used glove. The glove. Oh, yeah. All right. 65 <laughs> game used Willie Glove. Remember the, bas- another, the another, basket catch? Another unbelievable. Yeah, that's great. Right? I, I love Willie Mays. I mean, uh, him and Aaron and Mantle. Yes. Some truly interesting items. You know, our brand and what we specialize is more niche. We do a lot more of the game used, the autographs, the trophies and awards, where a lot of the other auction houses specialize in cardboard and cards. Right. No, absolutely. Uh, you guys, from stuff. a memorabilia standpoint, probably at the top of the heap, uh, yeah. I mean, because you're always consistent uh, with the, you know, what you guys uh, have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, before you know, this is a, a 30 year family business. So yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's we're phenomenal. Been carving out this niche that we're proud of. Uh, also, you have an interesting Babe Ruth signed ball, also signed by Hank Aaron. Yes, it's a pretty rare combo right there. You know, two of the greats. Wow. Um, oh, can I ask what that uh, piece of uh, memorabilia is at right now? Yeah, current, currently at nine thousand. Uh, bidding ends in less than a week. You know, probably should get up into the thirty range. That's a nice piece. Yeah, ball And it actually comes Aaron with some and, family and provenance Ruth. and a newspaper article talking about how our consigner actually got Hank Aaron's autograph on a Babe Ruth ball. You know, Mike. I don't know. If, I don't know yeah. if you know this, but before we let you go, don't there's a, there's a very, very <laughs> rare, very rare. Signed baseball that's out there, the and this yeah, is a God's there. honest truth. Hey, yeah. There is a ball out there that is signed and authenticated, signed by both Babe Ruth <laughs> and Rico Petroselli. Can Real? You, can, honest to God, can you imagine some moron, with all due respect, some moron walked up to him at a show and asked him to sign a Babe Ruth ball, right? Yeah. I said, I can, no, I'm not going to sign that. He said, <clears throat> I want you, my favorite player. I said, Babe Ruth, are you crazy? Maybe it's a million-dollar ball. Who knows? I don't care. I said, okay, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> that ball went down fast. <laughs> down real uh, fast. Okay. UD is in the eye of the beholder. That's right. right. Well, I, <clears throat> Michael, you're right. Your website? Yes, it's grayflannelauctions.com, and that's G-R-E-Y, flannel, F-L-A-N-N-E-L, auctions. You know, you can hop on, register, follow along. And when does the auction end? Auction ends when? The auction ends this Sunday. Awesome. Listen, we we hope we see you down the road a bit. Uh, You guys have a great company. You have a great reputation. And wish you the best with the auction. Yeah. I very much appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. Take care. care. 
Mike Russick uh, from uh, Gray Flannel. He does have some cool stuff. Yeah, he's great. Got some yeah. Cool, I love his. He has There's a really. So much, yeah. yeah, he's got a good, uh, nice operation. combination of things. Yeah. It's uh, diversity. All right, let's bring say. in our pal. Look at him. Look how handsome. Just look at from back from Florida. Wow. You know? Nice. Yeah. You don't have much of a tan, though. Well, I always have a tan. That's it's, a good point. It's dangerous. But I was, well, down, I was down there working. Oh, you were? Like, I was on vacation. I was, I was actually down there working. Wow. Listen to me. I don't want to hear that because I called you. What were you doing when I called you? I was working by the pool. You were lying oh. by the pool. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> he was lying by the pool. All right, listen. Uh, before, uh, we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks. And, and by the way, uh, say hi to Elias. That's Al. Hello. Um, hey. Al, you know, we're, gonna, we're all over the place today. But we have a very, very uh, important announcement to make to our viewers mm. and to our radio listeners. Um, you know, we've had a couple of meetings um, uh, amongst our production staff, and we had a, I had a, uh, a conference call with uh, good friends, good friends at PSA, and uh, we're all kind of on the same, in the same boat here, uh, on the same page. The Great American Collectible Show is gonna, we're going to be moving our main platforms. Uh, from PSA. We're going to be moving away from the PSA Facebook page. And we have a couple of another announcements to make, but as of this point, uh, we have put together a really cool Great American Collectibles Facebook page, which we haven't ever paid attention to, quite frankly, because everybody goes to all these other platforms to watch the show. So we have, uh, uh, we have our own Great American Collectibles Facebook page. We also uh, are going to be one of the other two main platforms is going to be the Sports Collectors Daily Facebook page because Sports Collectors Daily, uh, Rich Miller gets a ton of views and that is a really cool site. Now, the other site we can't announce until after, hopefully, if everything goes well, it's looking promising, until after the national. What we decided to do was, one of the things we decided to do was, we think it's important for this show uh, to be on neutral platforms. Um, and there's no two better neutral platforms than, well, three neutral platforms than Sports Collectors Daily, our own, and the potential third. So that we can talk about just about anything um, relative to this hobby, this great hobby. Uh, we don't have to worry about who we offend, who we don't offend relative to sponsors or you know, things like that. So in the long run, this is going to be a very, very positive uh, experience, Rick. you agree? Absolutely. I think it's exciting. Of, and... Uh <clears throat> yeah, uh, I think people will like it, you know. Yeah. Uh, it really will. We're going to be posting the link to the Sports Co sports Collectors Daily Facebook page, our own, and then once we get the approval, which, again, is looking promising for the third, which I can't announce, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll bring them in. Uh, Proud of you guys. Uh, yeah, you know something? Well, you know what it is, Al? We, we really, uh, it's really important, you know, this is our eighth year in the, in the year, and people seem to love the show. We're, I think we're the highest viewed collectible show on the internet, and I know yeah. our numbers uh, on the radio side are very good. You know, people can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, all that other stuff, iHeart, see us on YouTube, which I'm not a big YouTube guy, but anyway. Um, so I think it's going to be an opportunity for us to really, really get on a, a neutral territory, Rico, yeah. right? And, yeah. and be able to discuss just about anything, Al. What do you think? You, you know, it's, a, it's, it's become a really big pet peeve of mine in the hobby um, because a lot, of the, um, a lot of the independent media with, with this crazy uh, growth that the hobby has experienced over the last two or three years, a lot of the independent media – um, is not really, there's really not a lot of it. And, and so um, something like what you do and the ability to keep it independent really does give, you know, some legitimacy and some journalistic 
legitimacy to what you're doing. It's, it's, um, you know, there's, as everything grows so quickly in this hobby, the, the, the quality, the signal to noise ratio of, of the, the stuff that's out there is getting worse and worse. And, and so, you know, it's good to have, uh, you know, folks like you who are really hobbyists, who, who care about the hobby and who care about disseminating accurate information. There's a lot of bad info out there. I, I see it every day. Well, and so it's not, we no, care about the industry. Exactly. From we will, day one, absolutely. we said it's not about yeah. us, but we want to present, you know, the, sure. you guys. And, 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 so, and, and we've been, we've really been promoting like kids like Elias, by the way, after our commercial break, we're going to, we're going to spend some time with Elias, but Kids like Elias, we've always promoted this hobby. It's, it's very close to my heart, very close yeah. to Rico's heart, and JM's heart. The other thing is this. Again, we are leaving PSA on very good terms. Please don't, don't get us wrong. We've, we, we hope that, as in the past, they're going to be you know, sure, coming sure. on. But on the other side of the coin, we're going to be bringing in some of the competition now. Uh, yeah. You know, some of the other right, third right, grading right, right, right. Uh, parties that we can talk to, we can have on, we can chat with. And I think it's right, all yeah. good. And by the way, uh, yeah, no, uh, Elias is a ventriloquist. That's not really Tom talking. This is, uh, <laughs> this is him. <laughs> all right, Al, listen, we got a few minutes left. Uh, and Elias, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna spend some time with Elias. Do I have, did I miss anything, Chrissy? Uh, no, other than I would just say to everyone, um, don't wait. Uh, I think it's two more. Well, in two weeks will be our first episode going from our own platform. But if you go to the description below right now, you can click and go to that Facebook page, like and follow us. That way, you're not going to miss Absolutely. anything. Get on the you know, like jump well, on the bandwagon now. All right. Yeah, and, and, and Chrissy, Chrissy, our, and Chrissy and David, our production people. You know, everybody gets a notification. We're going to be sharing that notification going forward with our. Facebook page and Sports Collectors Daily Facebook page with all of our viewers and listeners. Yeah. So you may not I'm, even. I'm glad you're. Yeah. No, go on. No, Sorry. I was going to say you I'm may not even. You're hooked up with. Yeah, you know, Rich is great. He's great, man. Yeah, he's the best. He and, is, and uh, you know, you know, you couldn't pick a better partner. Right. So that's so that's great. when you get the notification, you may click on that notification. May is probably going to bring you right to the Great American Collectibles Facebook page. Which no. is a good thing. So well, we'll repeat that anyway. As oh, absolutely along, right. I mean, absolutely. Uh, gonna... All right, Al. We get a, we get about three minutes before our break, and then after this, we're going to talk to uh, all of our good friends here. Your last auction was wild. Tell yeah. us about that. Yeah, that was fun. We uh, we set the record, and we actually destroyed the record for the the highest priced uh, signed fifty two mantle. Uh, the one that we sold uh, went for four hundred and twenty-two thousand dollars. Now hold on, don't you have one? A signed mantle? No. Are you sure? <laughs> I wish I had but, one. Uh, that was that was great, and the, the you know all of the signed fifty-twos did really well, and and uh, and then also uh, we saw kind of a bump in nineteenth-century material, old judges and things like that did really really well, and and. You know that's real near and dear to me because because that earliest baseball stuff is my favorite baseball stuff and and uh, you know I think sometimes and and this is something that we'll touch on with Elias I think I think sometimes you know the tendency is to is to focus on the new stuff because these are the names that we know but it's great to see the early baseball stuff really starting to get some traction. Um, particularly among among new collectors, right. uh, mm. which you know, new bidders and and uh, you know people who who I know came into the hobby from modern and are sort of migrating to uh, uh, to more earlier stuff, and now they're jumping on nineteenth century stuff, which I think is great because that stuff is truly rare and beautiful. I was thinking thinking about the modern stuff. His age, what are you, 12 years old, right? I would think they would be more interested because they're familiar with sure. the names now. So I think that's good because they're in the hobby. Even, you know, they, they buy them or they, in his case, you know, they may sell them or whatever. But yeah. uh, that's, I think, great for the hobby because you got to keep it going. You know what I mean? The young yeah. kids are the future. Well, I, sure. I, I agree with you. We're going to take a quick break, but I agree with what you're saying, but. Don't no buts. The whole no no. Listen, I am a big. <laughs> you convinced does. me. No, you convinced me. No, all right. I was a strictly a vintage guy. Well, I, I understand but, that. But it's beautiful. Yes. But 
they need to diversify a little of bit. Of course. With well, the vintage stuff. With the Petroselli it. stuff. No, with the Bog stuff. No, the 52s, the, yeah. the, the 1901s and the 1870s. You know, we'll get a little, little <laughs> old. Ulysses you know what I'm Grants. Right. <laughs> we're going to take, take a quick break. Big Al, Al Chris from Love oh, of the Game. Give me a smile. Auctions is in the house. Smile. Hey. Elias is in the house. My grandkids. Rico is here. Rico is here physically. Yeah. Uh, Tom yeah. is here. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back. We're going to talk about <clears throat> Al's next auction, and we're going to talk about kids and collecting. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Since 1996, Brian Drent and the staff at Denver's Mile High Card Company have led the charge in the collectibles hobby. Mile High is a full-service dealer specializing in buying and selling cards and offers a competitive consignment program for all collectors. Whether it be their computerized want list service, appraisals, or auction services, Mile High has it all. If you've been searching for a company with a selection of high-grade vintage 1888 to 1970 baseball cards and memorabilia that shares your passion, aim high, Mile High. Go to milehighcardco.com. Or call 303-840-2784 for more information. For more than 30 years, Robert Edward Auctions has been the industry leader when it comes to helping you realize the most money for your baseball cards and sports memorabilia. In addition to their unparalleled reputation for honesty and integrity, they reach the largest number of bidders in the business and offer lower seller's fees, as well as generous cash advances up front on your valuable material. Contact them today at 908-226-9900. That's 908-226-9900 or at robertedwardauction.com. This is Brian Drent, president of Mile High Card Company. Is your sports card and memorabilia collection properly insured? For easily replaced personal property, homeowner's insurance is all most people need. But for prized possessions that you may have spent a lifetime collecting, it doesn't go nearly far enough. Collectibles Insurance Services has been insuring for over 50 years. They offer a full range of protection and a $0 deductible at an affordable rate with no appraisals required. I know because they insure my collection. If you have a minute, go to collectinsure.com and learn more about insuring your personal card or memorabilia collection. Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auctions here to remind you that the renowned Memory Lane Collectibles Company has served as a beacon of light to the collecting community for the past several decades. Indeed, folks, it has been our utmost privilege and pleasure to provide the most enthusiastic collectors with an abundance of the finest sports cards and memorabilia for America's most coveted sports personalities via our world-class auctions. Whether you choose either a private sale transaction or the auction route, Memory Lane cordially invites you to reach out to us to maximize the value of your prized possessions. Also, it is not just sales that we pride ourselves on being the best of the rest, because if you are seeking a particular keepsake for your esteemed gathering, we will be relentless in our quest to find that special piece to fulfill your collecting dreams. So no time to wait. Reach out to us today for the purposes of capitalizing on our unparalleled marketing capabilities. Simply pick up the phone and dial 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE. Or find us on the World Wide Web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Now is the time for your valued consignment to ultimately become another one of Memory Lane's record-setting prices. How would you like to own the bat that was used by your favorite player when he hit that towering home run or game-winning base hit? Now look no further than JT Sports, specializing in the sale and authentication of professional game-used bats. As the official authenticators of professional model game used bats for PSA DNA, JT Sports will guarantee the authenticity of any bat purchased from them. JT Sports also buys and sells game-worn uniforms, gloves, and baseball equipment. The unique quality of the collectible is what JT Sports is all about. Give them a call at 609-487-8003 or check them out at GameUseBats.com. He answered the tough questions. On deck with Richard Petroselli. That's a, I love that. On deck with Richard Petroselli. Yeah. All right, it's time for our... That's Dave's grandchild. Go ahead. It is, that's right. Time for our segment, On Deck with Rico, brought to us by our good friend Brian Dwyer and the great staff at REA Auctions. 
Don't forget to get your bid in by going to robertedwardauctions.com. That's Robert Edward Auctions for extraordinary results and extraordinary service. This week's question, and yes. by the way, uh, his name is Matt Waning. Submitted a question, hey, Matt, Matt. You're going to get a official Gax T-shirt. A what? Gax, Great American Collectible oh, Show. Yeah. It's okay. You like that? Yeah, I do. Actually, I'm going to use it. Thank you. Uh, this is kind of a cool question. Rico, just about every pitcher today is throwing in the 90s, mid to upper 90s. Oh, absolutely. Would hitters during, now, when you played, not many of them threw in the there high were, 90s. There were some. Oh, yeah, yeah. There were more than these people make out. Go ahead. Okay, my question is, guys that played during your generation, would they have adjusted to today's pitches? No, not because I played in the past, but I'll go back in even Babe Ruth's day that you would adjust. The reason is, say a guy throws 98, right? Now, you get you, your practice, you do the machine 90, 98, whatever, as high as it can be. It's just repetition. You start getting ready for that fastball. If you get it, you got a chance to hit it. It's... You know, people say, the amateur, uh, not amateurs, well, yeah, college players or, or whomever think that it's, how can you just can get your bat on it? But for pros, it's timing, it's timing, and eventually you're going to, you're going to be able to time it. Now, when you get into 100, 103, that, Nolan Ma- Ryan was pr- pretty much 100. And so, and I didn't hit him, of course, uh, <laughs> but... Yeah, some of the other – when you get up there, that, that's tough. That's really tough. But guys who throw 100, the lefty, what's his name? For, he was the, the closer for the Yankees. Chapman. Yeah, Chapman. He, he was 103 miles an hour, and it, it wasn't hit at first, but eventually they started hitting him. So it's possible. I think the hitters would adjust. All right, so the two fastest when you played Gibson and Ryan – Nolan Ryan, and we had a couple of others that were pretty good up there. All right, great. Uh, Matt, nice question. All right, let's get back to Big Al and uh, our friend Elias. Al, jump in here anytime because we were talking about uh, the hobby and uh, kids in the hobby. Utes. Just got to say that uh, Rico hit 057 lifetime against Nolan Ryan. (laughs) I'm serious. And I'm looking at the stats right now. There's another. They're killing me. (laughs) Wait. Thanks, Al. Can you do me a favor? I'm not surprised. 43 plate appearances, a 214 on base percentage, struck out 21 times. Uh, Well, you you always did say that he was tough to hit. Hey, uh, yeah, like hey, the Herald yeah. in Boston, the Herald had, when he retired, all the guys that had, how many guys he struck out? It was a whole page. And they had yeah. my picture in it. <laughs> the most, the most. Son of a. <laughs> all right, let's get but he back. was a great, he was great. Let's get to Elias. Elias, uh, you're a collector. Yeah. And why don't you tell us, hold up some of the cards. What do you have here? Uh, this is a Aaron Judge uh, Diamond Kings oh. PSA 10 rookie card. PSA 10, Diamond Kings. Nice card, Al. They're beautiful. Okay. Then, Who's this guy? Uh, I don't really know who he is. Frank Robinson. Frank Robinson. No. Yeah, he was Mike. pretty Notice good. Notice what he just said. Well, that's... Oh, okay, go no, ahead. No, that's good. That's my point. I know. Mr. Frank Robinson was Superman. Okay. Why don't you give him a little, give him a little Frank okay. Robinson background, Al. Frank Robinson is one of the greatest players of all time. He played with the the Cincinnati Reds and the Baltimore Orioles, and he's the only person to win the most valuable player in both leagues. He hit 586 home runs lifetime. When he retired, that was fourth best, I think, of of anyone. Uh, He was the first black manager in baseball, and he was also the first black senior executive in baseball. Frank Robinson is Superman, and he's also one of the most underrated guys in the hobby. And Rico played against him for how many years you played against him? A long time. Right? Yeah, when he came over from Baltimore the the rest of my career. Right. He was great. He was great. Now, this guy, I know you've heard of, right? Why don't you hold this up? uh, Hank Aaron. This is another one that my grandfather gave me. I looked it up this morning. A PSA 5 sells for like 400 bucks. Uh Uh-huh. Now, do you know anything about Hank Aaron? I'll give you yeah. 200. What do you know about him? Uh, he was a home run leader. 
And then Aaron Judge beat him, I think. Well, he was the, he's, the, he's the, in my opinion, and Al, you may disagree with me, but I don't think you will. I think Rico will because I don't know why. I think he is the true all-time home run hitter. Uh, he broke Babe Ruth's record, and then uh, his record Bonds. was bro- uh, broken by Barry Barnes. But there, I think there are some legitimate questions regarding Mr. Barnes. Mr. Christofelli, what would you well, say? I am a Barry Bonds fan. Are Thank you, you kidding me? Thank you. <laughs> You're killing me. The guy was a steroid freak. Ah, come on. That guy, that guy was one of the three best players of Listen all time. Listen to me. There's no doubt... Up until That's major league player. Up until the guy was a Hall of Famer. Up until he started juicing, like Roger Clemens. As soon <laughs> as you start juicing, you're both out, as far as I'm concerned. And, and how do well, we? Well, I juiced and nothing happened. <laughs> Rico used to juice on marinara sauce. No, two cups of coffee. <laughs> Linguini and white clam sauce doesn't count. All right. All right. You got another one here. Who's this guy? Uh, this is a Barry Sanders Topps traded uh, rookie card, uh, PSA 10. Now, do you know anything about Barry Sanders? Give you 25 for that. (laughs) What do you know about him? Uh, He was one of the best running backs in that. Probably, I I mean, would you consider him right up there with Jimmy Brown, Al? Sure. Right? He left early. He he, he quit early. But, man, look at the highlights of him. Oh, God, yeah. Unbelievable. This guy possibly could wind up the second greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. Who is Mahomes listening to him? It's a Patrick Mahomes out of 25 rare rookie mm-hmm. autograph. Yeah. He's autograph. Right behind Joe Montana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, you are killing no, I got a, I got a question. Can I ask uh, Elias yeah, something? Well, thank you, want. you, sir. I want to know how you got started in this and where would you like to go in the future? Uh, First, ways. how did you get started? I got started because I like uh, – like sports and stuff, and me and my nephew were like wondering how can we like learn more about sports. And then we thought about cards, and yeah. we started collecting them when they were like really cheap, like 2016, 2017. And then we say. just made we made like really good collections. And okay, stuff. I'm going to ask Ooh. you a very important. Wait a minute. Question. What about my second question? Oh, I didn't know you had. Where to you want to go? It's called for a follow-up. Oh, yeah. a follow-up. Uh, now, where where do you, you want to go in the future with uh, this business? Probably keep on collecting and also like make a lot of money and stuff. All right. Now I'm going to ask a question, American, and I, and I don't want you to get mad at me. Uh oh. What child? Are you collecting because you love to collect, or are you collecting because you want to make money? Uh. I love to collect, and also I want to make money. That's a good Good. Both. That's what I was going to say. Dad, you taught him well. Good man. (laughs) Uh, I think it's important for me personally. Listen, I've done very well, Al. I've done very well with my personal collection. I've made a few bucks, but I got into it for the love of collecting, and I still do. When I buy something, I buy it for the love of it until I get sick of it, then I give it to people like Al. (laughs) (laughs) You know, one of the things that I think would be a good idea for him uh, by the way, his parents are here. Yes. Just terrific people. The characters. great, yeah. And uh, is to read up more on the former players, as far back as you can, yeah. because that'll help you with the cards, too, to get a little idea, yeah. you know? So. If, if, listen, it, there's two things here. And Rick, you're dead on. No, you're no, right. No, no, I'm saying, you know. If, I'm if, you're, if you love the hobby, if you love the hobby and you want to possibly make it an investment... It's really important that we let what we talked about. Don't put all of your eggs in one basket. And I'll tell you why. If you invest in an, uh, I don't know, uh, pick somebody. Who's, who's a superstar baseball player today? Pick somebody. Um, Azuma? Judge. Yeah. Okay. If you invest Zuma. a lot of money in Azuma, and Azuma tears his Achilles, or something happens to him, and you paid a lot of money for that card, what's going to happen to the value of that card? Boom. Just like Tatis. Yeah. Fernando Tatis's cards were huge money. Then he got, he yeah. got, he got whacked for steroids. And now his cards are dropping like a rock, Al. Am I, am I, is that yeah. true? Right? You know, I think, I think there's a tendency to, to view a lot of the modern stuff from that lens of, of value. What's it worth? You know, and, and, and that's cool. That's part of the hobby. It's, it's uh, you know, why, why the, you know, why we're all here. 
but at the same time, you know, I think that a lot of the joy in the hobby comes from learning about players and learning about, you know, the stories that go behind them. Mm. And, and there's a lot to know. Uh, there's a baseball's got a lot of history. And, and so, you know, from the standpoint of how to, you know, have a valuable collection that holds its value. Yeah, sure. You want to, you want to do that. You want to have a, a diverse portfolio of, of cards, but learning about who those people are, you know, you've got a Hank Aaron card there. You've got a Frank Robinson card there. There's, that's just like the key to a whole universe of great stories wow. that can just keep you interested for your whole life. There's no, you know, like this, this is a thing that you can do forever. And yeah, there's some value to it, but it's also just a great way to learn about the history of the game. Rick, I mean, if you had to give um, <clears throat> Elias some, some advice on vintage cards, can you make a few recommendations to a 12-year-old kid? What would be a good two or three vintage cards to invest in that are not going to break the bank? <clears throat> well, I love that Frank Robinson rookie card. You know, I, I say all the time that Frank Robinson is really, really underrated in the hobby. I also think that um, you can't get you can't go wrong learning about Jackie Robinson and how important Jackie Robinson was. Right. Not just not just to baseball, but to American sports and to American culture. Uh, he's one of the most important people that's ever lived. And if you can latch on to a Jackie Robinson card and, and learn a little bit about him, um, that's, you know, a really cool thing. And, and I also think, and I'm just talking baseball here. Yeah. Um, I think one of the most underrated and affordable players, um, that's a little bit closer to, to you in age, a little bit closer, you know, probably your parents can, can tell you about him a little bit is Reggie Jackson, who I think is, uh, is a really, uh, underrated player and his cards are pretty inexpensive and, uh, and he was pretty great. And there's right now there's a, uh, a movie, a documentary about Reggie. That's really an, an interesting thing to watch. And, and, uh, you know, you can watch that documentary, learn a little bit about him. And then his cards are pretty easy to find. We are chatting with Al Christofoli from love of the game auctions. Our little friend here, Elias Carrigan collector, Mr. Petroselli. Why don't you tell us about our good friend, Joe Drellick and the CSA Chantilly show. Jeez. <laughs> Well, yes, folks, CSA Show is proud to present the Chantilly Show being held on March 31st and April 2nd, held at the Dulles Expo Center in Chantilly, Virginia, just minutes from the Dulles International Airport. Celebrating over 27 years at the same location, there'll be over 300 dealer tables exhibiting on over 100,000 square feet of space. So you can do some wind sprints of back and forth, get some exit. <laughs> With both vintage sports cards and memorabilia, as well as modern-day sports treasures, you won't have to look very far for that special card, bat, ball, or autograph. Major auction houses and third-party grading companies will be on site to assist you with your collecting and authentication needs. Some of your favorite superstars will be on hand, including football greats Trevor Lawrence, Jamar Chase, C.D. Lamb, Micah Parsons, Randy Moss, Emmett Smith, and many, many more. For more information, go to that's... <laughs> I forgot to put it in. <laughs> <laughs> a whole line. Hey, I forgot, forgot to. I forgot oh. to put the website. For more, should go to csashows.com. <laughs> That's the Chantilly Show, where you can find all of your most collectible treasures. I, I forgot. <laughs> He's. I'm aging, even older than I look. What do you want from me, man? I was in a rush. This is why I do this live, Joe. <laughs> Joe Drellick. I'm sorry. He just said us. We're good. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, Al, what about your next auction? What do you get? Uh, any good little tidbits you can throw at us right now? Yeah, next auction is is um, uh, in August, so we'll have a lot of the material that we have in the auction at the national. Uh, I'm very happy to have a, a cool 19th century section um, in the, in this auction, which is great. We've got some great photos, and and we're really still assembling, uh, you know. But uh, you know, typical our auction is is kind of the place where people go to find stuff they don't see every day. And, uh, and this one won't disappoint. We've got that same kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to that. I hope, you know, you give our Native American friends some <laughs> a little love. <laughs> what do you want? That's, 
I, I, gave, I submitted something. To yeah. Put it in the uh, we said, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, is this lawsuit? What? Was that was that crass? Oh, was no. It, yeah, it was. Was that crass? Yes, it was. No, but we have to ex- we have to explain what you're I know. talking about. I did. I, I submitted. I submitted a. Why don't you tell them what I submitted? I don't even remember. I haven't opened the cowards. Box yet. They're both cowards. <laughs> Go ahead, submit it. I mean, say. Okay. Do you, do you know who Christy Matthewson's battery mate was? Uh, don't say Coach Chief Ma- Chief Myers. <laughs> oh, Chief Myers. Chief okay. Myers. I have. I think it's the only one that exists, Al. I submitted What's to Al a Chief Myers yeah. signed ball. Okay. That he signed, printed it, but he also signed it in Native American. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's only. That's pretty, pretty cool. cool. It is pretty cool. I think it's one on one. And then I threw in a Chief Myers. PSA four and a half T two hundred six card to go with it. That yeah. I've asked Al to sell separate lots, right? <laughs> Wasn't Three Finger uh, McDougal? Uh, what's his uh, name? Mordecai Brown. Mordecai Brown. Wasn't he part Indian? Uh, part that, Native Chief American. Chief Bender. Chief Bender was. Oh, Chief, Chief Bender. Bender. Yeah. Chief okay. Bender. But anyway, uh, so that's kind of a cool piece, and uh, feel it's a very cool. Piece. Nice. Feel free. Exactly the kind of stuff that we sell. Yeah, that's what I figured. All right, Elias. Getting back to your collection. So, what is what are some of your favorite cards that you have right now, other than these? <clears throat> uh, well, Patrick Mahomes, I like that one a lot. Do you have any Trevor Lawrence stuff? Uh, I have like a lot of Trevor Lawrence rookie cards. I had uh, a Trevor Lawrence one on one, but I sold that when he wasn't good. <laughs> when, it, when he was, wasn't good, <laughs> you gotta love it. He's good. He's... So I only sold it for like forty bucks. So it's probably like Ooh, a that's lot. All right. What that's about? How you learn. That's right. What about, uh, you know, what's his name? The quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen. Uh, that was, like, the year where I, like, I started collecting, and then I stopped, like, 2018, so I didn't really get, like, much 2018 stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't really have much of his cards. Now, you didn't invest in Mac Jones' cards when he was a rookie, did you? Mac yeah, Jones. I did. See? That's a good example, right, Al? Huh. Yeah, you invested in Mac Jones. You paid high, and it's not right now. It's a little low, right? Yeah. Right. So that's, that's, that's what, part I think, of the business, uh, right? Exactly. Elias, Elias, do you prefer to have a lot of different cards of a lot of different players, or a lot of different cards of a handful of players? Do you, in other words, you buy a, multiple copies of the same card, or, uh, or um, like this card? Here, no, not that's a, something like this. Yeah. Would, did you, would you buy more than one copy of that? Uh, I would just buy like. Like one of every single player. So if one goes okay. up, you have that one. And not uh-huh. just invest in one guy. And if it goes down, you lose all your money. All right. All right listen, yeah. Before we take a break, Rico, why don't you tell us about our good friend, Tom Ruggi and Tom, Destiny yeah. Wealth yeah. Management. This, yeah. This, this yeah, ought to be hysterical. Why? I'm nothing. I'm not saying anything. You're mocking me. I want to talk to you folks. <laughs> well, why would I be here doing this? But, uh, about our friend Tom Ruggi. And the staff at Destiny Wealth Management, terrific. If you are a card or memorabilia collector, have you ever thought about how to manage your collection long term? Well, I certainly have, and so has Tom. I look at my personal collection, and through the advice and expertise of Tom Ruggi, I've learned that you need a professional to help categorize, evaluate, and eventually put a liquidation plan together with dealers or auctioners if you or your family decides to sell your collection. Most importantly, you you need to be aware of the tax ramifications when you liquidate. That's a great point. I'm not kidding, it is. Although Zap and GM... That's Tom Zappla and John Mallory, Zapp and GM. JM. Have begged uh, I mean, sorry. <laughs> have begged me to include them when it comes time to depart with my 40th home run ball or my 67 World Series glove. You know, I'm going to I'm going to Tom Ruggi and the wealth management. Why don't you just leave them to no, me? No, you're not getting nothing. <laughs> and don't forget, Ruggi Wealth Management will also handle all of your investment needs. They're a terrific company. That's Ruji Wealth Management, the go-to company to manage your collectible decisions. All right, we're going to take. In a word. I'll put in a word for Tom Ruji too. He's a real good guy. Great guy. Actually, he's going to be on. Guy. He's going to be. Actually, we're going to get you on stage with us too. At least Rico's out. JM's out. Uh, at the national, um, we're, we're going to be broadcasting from one to three on Friday. I want to get you up for a couple of ten minutes. Uh, what's the sure. date? What's, you're out. No, no, what's the date of the national? It's the weekend of the last weekend of July. 28. Last Are weekend. Are you going, Rico? No, he's not. He's out. Maybe. 
Maybe. July. Yeah, knocking. Maybe. Oh, did they call you? No. Who? To do a little sign? No, 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 no. Uh, it's not that. It's just. Uh, I don't buy that for one no, iota. No, no, no. The only time he travels, we got to take a break. The only time he travels is when they offer him money to do signings. That's not. Al, you know better. You know that. All right, we're going to take I a quick break. Uh, Leighton's going to join us. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Are you a collector looking for that rare trading card or autograph ball or photo? If so, then PB Collectibles in Newport is the place for you. PB Collectibles has graded cards, raw cards, complete sets, and wax boxes of the stars of the future, today, and from the past. We also offer a large selection of both vintage and modern cards. So whether you're looking to add to your collection or sell it, visit us at PB Collectibles, 269 Spring Street in Newport, located across from St. Mary's Church. We are your neighborhood card shop and much more. Pristine Auction is a family-owned and operated online auction specializing in autographed memorabilia, sports cards, coins, art, and collectibles. Since their founding in 2010, they've grown to two facilities in Phoenix, Arizona, totaling over 60,000 square feet. Jared Cavalli and an incredible staff of over 150 team members serve a very large customer base and enjoy every minute of it. By working with leading authentication companies, Pristine ensures all items are 100% authentic. In addition, third-party authenticators regularly travel to Pristine Auction to provide authentication services on-site. Pristine Auction strives to operate its business in a way that's honoring to God, their families, and their customers. With a strong focus on speed, quality, and premier customer service, their mission is to be the leading online auction for every level of collector and fan. Pristine also works for Hope Sports and Identity Hoops International, traveling to Mexico to build houses for the less fortunate. Pristine Auction offers several online auction formats with thousands of auctions ending each day. For more information, go to pristineauction.com. That's Pristine Auction, the best in the business. It's often been said that championships are won on the practice field, and world records come only to those willing to work harder than everybody else. Heritage Auctions is the world's largest collectibles auctioneer, because we believe that becoming the best is only an invitation to the challenge of remaining the best. This requires the skills of the hobby's top experts, capable of identifying and maximizing value for our consigners. It requires the most visited website in the industry, courting a global audience of collectors over a million and a half strong. It requires a dedicated press department that expands our global reach far beyond the entrenched hobby marketplace. It's hard work, but a simple premise. Present the finest collectibles to the largest population of potential buyers, and world records will come. We invite all listeners to put the unmatched power of Heritage Auctions to work for you. Auction evaluations are always free, and our commission-based fee structure ensures that our interests are always aligned. The highest possible price for your collectibles. There will always be new world records to chase, so let's chase them together. Visit our website at ha.com and request your no-obligation review today. Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auctions, here to remind you that the renowned Memory Lane Collectibles Company has served as a beacon of light to the collecting community for the past several decades. Indeed, folks, it has been our utmost privilege and pleasure to provide the most enthusiastic collectors with an abundance of the finest sports cards and memorabilia for America's most coveted sports personalities via our world-class auctions. Whether you choose either a private sale transaction or the auction route, Memory Lane cordially invites you to reach out to us to maximize the value of your prized possessions. Also, it is not just sales that we pride ourselves on being the best of the rest, because if you are seeking a particular keepsake for your esteemed gathering, we will be relentless in our quest to find that special piece to fulfill your collecting dreams. So no time to wait. Reach out to us today for the purposes of capitalizing on our unparalleled marketing capabilities. Simply pick up the phone and dial 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE. Or find us on the World Wide Web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Now is the time for your valued consignment to ultimately become another one of Memory Lane's record-setting prices. Hey, I'm Mike Petroselli. 
If your company is looking for the best in marketing and promotional items, you'll hit a home run with Petroselli Marketing. With over 8,000 suppliers and 650,000 imprint-ready items, we can get your company the visibility it needs to get your maximum exposure. Whether it be office promotions, wearables, automotive, sports items, and everything in between, Petroselli Marketing can do it all. Our design staff will even work with you from concept to delivery and customize your products. At Petroselli Marketing Group, we will get your brand in front of your audience. Contact us at info at PetroselliMKT.com or call us at 603-880-3202. That's Petroselli Marketing, where no dream is impossible. Well, that's my son, oldest son who owns that company. It's uh, promotional products and other designs. Listen, let's let's so. cut to the chase. Yeah, I mean... Can uh, I get some free stuff? No. Uh, uh, yeah. How about a hat? No hats, nothing, nothing. But a pen. Uh, listen, can, can folks, I'll talk more about it. But a pen? But he has clients all over no, the country. Mike's so. a great kid. Uh, Petroselli Marketing. talk more about it. Does a, does a great job. Line. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's uh, welcome our other really good friend, Leighton Sheldon from... <laughs> Vintage Breaks. Hi, Leighton. Hey, Leighton. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Say hey. hi to Elias. Elias Carrigan uh-huh. is a junior collector, has his own business. Going to be at the National, by the way. Very cool. What's up, Elias? How are you today? Good. How are you? Have you ever watched things. Vintage Breaks? You've got to watch it. It's a great show. Great show. Hey, Leighton, you know, uh, you know we've, been, we've spoken off, off, uh, off air that we are going to be moving our platforms. And uh, we're going to be posting, by the way, to all of our viewers and listeners, this is important. We're going to be cross-promoting a lot of our sponsors' videos and websites. Like, for instance, uh, by the way, Leighton, I checked into it. I can do it. I was, we, we posted the other day the 55 Bowman opening on stage uh, on our website, uh, on our Facebook page, we're gonna we're gonna put it up there for you to see. That was a wild day when uh, we had a break, and it was a '55 Bowman mantle. Turned out to be a PSA nine. Rico almost had a heart attack. Mm. Uh, Leighton almost had a heart attack. I was the only one that held everybody together. And uh, <laughs> that card, did I read that that card sold for three hundred forty-eight thousand recently, or did I dream that? No, I think I think it did. Uh, Al, you probably would know just as well as I do. I think somebody liked that, right? Hmm. I think that mantle PSA nine sold for like three hundred something thousand. I, I didn't. I didn't see it either. Uh, it okay, wouldn't surprise yeah. me. I mean, it's a fantastic. It's unbelievable. Part. Yeah. <sighs> Leighton, So, what's going on with vintage breaks? Uh, you got all kinds of stuff going on always. Yeah, we have uh, an exciting event ending this Sunday, and as part of that event, we're going to be giving away a nineteen sixty one tops. Mickey Mantle PSA 7 that's very well centered. That looks great for the grade. Uh, so that'll be one of the prizes. You'll be giving away a bunch of other vintage cards and break credit boxes. So all of that goes down. If you want to tune in live, it'll be on youtube.com slash vintage breaks. And we'll be breaking on Sunday, I believe, from 9 a.m. till 11 o'clock at night. So it'll be a, it'll be a barn burner. You know, Al, this just goes to you, too. If you ever do a little promotional <clears throat> video of some kind of a big big find or something like that, make sure you send it to our producers uh, so we can post it on our Facebook page. That's really, awesome. really important. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> Leighton, um, you have a kind of a new store, don't you? We do in Milburn, New Jersey. Uh, you know, it's right near uh, the, Short Hills, the Short Hills Mall, uh, Maplewood, <clears throat> if you're familiar with it. Few minutes from the Garden State Parkway, and you know about thirty minutes from Manhattan. So, Al, if you're ever down in the area, for anyone else who's down in the area, it's a few minutes away from the train station. Uh, I just drove through there yesterday. I, I yeah, it's just up the street from the Milburn <laughs> Deli. So, if you know uh, the Milburn Deli, then you'll find uh, us. Wow, that's a great yeah. spot. Are you it guys is mainly because of the deli, but our store is pretty decent. <laughs> Have you guys ever thought about both of you coming coming over to the dark side uh, here at Fenway Park? Uh, I mean, I guess if you, you know, slip me a Mickey, like Seinfeld, <laughs> like it's possible. You know, you, you guys are pathetic with the Yankees. With all due respect, and I'm being honest, you guys try to buy championships, and it doesn't work. We, we're, we're, they we, don't ask my opinion, Tom. We come from the ground up. Keep that in mind. <laughs> so literally, we're at the bottom 
of the ground, and we're going to come up eventually. Just give uh-huh. us a little time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Red Sox yeah. only spent two hundred sixty. That's what you tell yourself to make yourself feel better. <clears> they only spent two hundred sixty million. That's all yeah. the Red Sox spent. Yeah. That's nothing. I'll tell you what. Last night I threw a chicken salad sandwich at my TV. I was so pissed off. It's just, it's just, it's so frustrating. But you wouldn't have thrown lobster salad. No, no, no way. No, no, no. right. Uh-huh. Chicken salad is just cheaper. I mean, Rico, you know, you have some say with that club. What the hell is going on? They're pathetic. Uh, no, nothing. <laughs> they are pathetic. Well, listen, they hit. They're not pathetic. They win three in a row. They lose three, two in a row. Whatever it might be. Uh, I don't. I don't even know if they are over five hundred or at five hundred. But they're at five hundred. Right the now. club is is uh, you know built. Uh, I don't think to win, but they're hoping. <laughs> Why build they, a club to win? <laughs> they're built to lose. Come on, listen. To help build a club to win? Of course no. not. You don't want to do that. No. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> this. Hey. Although I have to say to both of you, nothing is worse than the nineteen sixty six. Red Sox, that one Rico Petroselli was playing shortstop for. That team was awful. I mean, you guys no, lost 100 60, games. 65, we lost 100. But the next year, we improved. So don't get done. We only lost 99. Well, the year after that, you were 99, yeah. Right? And then the next the next, yeah. year. And we won. So then, anyway. then you were independent. No, you know. All right. I'm going to ask. Uh, what can you do? He's a, he's a young collector here. Uh, what kind of. Give, give Elias a piece of advice, Leighton. And these are two of the best in the business that really know this stuff. That's right. What would you give him as a piece of advice as far as collecting goes? Sure. So I think, you know, the first thing is, right, everyone's going to tell you to have fun and to be passionate. But, you know, let's be honest. Unless you're getting money from your mom and dad or grandma and grandpa, you're going to have to figure out how to make it on your own. That's where the really fun part is uh, because, to me, you're not only going to learn about how to maybe help your collection – and get more cards for it, which is awesome, you're going to learn a lot about life. And so just enjoy it. Don't take it too seriously. And if you take it more seriously as the days and the months and the years uh, you know, progress, certainly feel free to reach out to me. I'd be happy to talk to you offline. Um, but I know that the biggest mistake, and I'm sure we all have our stories, uh, Elias, but for me, if I had taken just a fraction of the money that I had when I was a kid, and instead of just spending it on frivolous the, the most modern cards that came out. If I had spent any of it on vintage, I would have had something, you know, really nice today. So the idea of diversification is very real. And if you can, you know, practice that, Remember you'll that be word. way ahead of your friends. Diversification is very important. Al? Plus he does... I, I think the same. Oh, go on, Rico. Al. No, I was just going to say, he get, his parents are here. He's going to do the lawn. He's going to do extra well, jobs I'm ask and you stuff this. So, like that. So does, you, does dad give you money or do you hey, use, hey, do hey, use hey. money to, to invest? So my dad like gave me a little bit of money to start. And then I was at card shows and like I've done like five so far. I made like 700 bucks. So, so I just, and you nice. invest. Perfect. Yeah. Right. That's Good. Terrific. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the only thing that, that I would add to what Leighton says is, is uh, take the time to, as you, go, as you get into the vintage stuff, take the time to learn about who these, who these players are and, yeah. and what their Very stories important. are because it's great. They're great stories. Very important. All right, listen, uh, we got a few extra minutes, but again, I want to re- reiterate that we are moving the Great American Collectible Show. We're going to be moving platforms. Our main platforms are going to be the Great American Great American Collectibles Facebook page, which many of you are watching it on right now. Uh, also, Sports Collectors Daily uh, Facebook page. <laughs> and then later on down the road, after the National, we're probably going to have one more uh, big announcement for another major uh, uh, Facebook page platform. Keep in mind the whole purpose of this we're going onto neutral platforms so we can talk about anything. Yeah. We're going to have people from Third, other third grading party, uh, other third party grading companies come on. We're going to have uh, some or controversial, good We're stuff, good stuff. Hey, hey, no, your advice, I was laughing because my father, my father when I was a kid, hey, you bet you, you better be a good boy, play, you know, play baseball, you want to be a bum, and, uh, you know, don't forget, be good. Okay, Dad, Yeah. <laughs> What do you say? Real quickly, we got about a minute and a half Five left. Minutes. Listen to this one. Petroselli World Series. Gibson, four strikes out. Hey, four hey, strikeouts. Hey, hey. No. Strikes out four times. 
His father is going to get into an, a fight with another fan because the guy keeps calling Petricelli a bum. After the fourth striker, what do you think his father does? Stands up, Petricelli, you're a bum. Yeah. <laughs> True story. Right? That's what made you tough. No, that's all right. But, uh, hey, this is a great, great industry, and uh, we'd love to see the kids get involved. Absolutely. You know, uh, keep them... Straight, and it's a great hobby. And someday he may be, you know, making a living from it. Absolutely, really living, you know what I mean. Elias, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, buddy. Thank you for joining us. Congratulations, Al. As always, you, you're, you're a big, big uh, plus to the to the show. You're you're a credit to the hobby. As hey. is Leighton. You got you That's, two guys. He doesn't say. Hey, Al. He doesn't say that when we're when you're off the year. <laughs> he says that to all the guys. Yeah, I, no, yeah. that's right. Yeah, you, you two uh-huh. guys. Uh, are two of the rocks. <laughs> nah, of the, you you are, really, honestly. yeah. You guys are two of the rocks of this uh, we're, we're, hobby. Really you, you know, two it. two of the well-known uh, class acts in the hobby. And I, you, well, I appreciate that. It's always fun hanging out with you guys. Yeah. All right, guys. Late. Hey, we'll care. talk to you down See the road. Al, we'll talk to you down Absolutely. the road to our viewers and listeners again. I can't thank you enough for the support. You guys have brought us over the top. Uh, we scratch our head. We really do scratch our head. With that being said, again, thanks for the support. Congrats. Thank you. Congratulations, guys. Thanks a lot. Thank you. And uh, excited to see you soon. And happy, happy collecting. Yes. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 podcast.